Now we discuss what happens if a worker stops in the middle uh, of his work, leaving his employer a bit uh, inconvenienced. We're talking here about a situation which is not a davra of it, so it's not immediately like a financial loss, but now there's just an inconvenience, and the, the worker isn't doing what he was uh, agreed to do originally. Now there is a principle, which is that a worker, um, even if he agrees to work for the whole day, etc., can stop whenever he pleases, and the employer has no like financial claim on him, assuming it's not a davra of it, um, meaning for the, the inconvenience of it all, because Jews are not slaves. The Pasuk says, Ki Yisrael avadim. The Jews are avadim to Hashem, and therefore not to any bus or vadam, no human beings. So if a person doesn't want to work, you can't make him work. He's allowed to say, no, I'm not working. That's true even in the middle of the project. But in terms of payment, how do we calculate that? So the Mishnah says, What if you hire workers? These are craftsmen, and this is a kablana situation. So you hire a carpenter um, to make you six new dining room chairs. He says he wants 100 bucks a chair. It'll be $600 to build you six chairs. He's a cobbler. Now, halfway through the project, he's made three of the chairs. He says, you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm stopping for whatever reason. So Chazraban, he backs out. So then Yadan ala So then the craftsman's hand is on the underside, meaning he's got the short end of the stick, meaning he's the weaker, weaker half of the negotiation. So what happens is this. Um, there's two ways to calculate how much he's entitled to get. Let's say the employer now needs to find a new carpenter to build the other three chairs, and the new carpenter says, listen, for three chairs, it's not such a big job, I want $400. So now, originally the deal was that the employer was going to pay $600 for the six chairs. Now he's paying $400 for the second three, um, and he got the first three from the the first carpenter. So there's two ways to calculate what the first carpenter is entitled to. One would, would be to say, listen, he did half the work, three out of six chairs, he gets half the money, half of 600 is 300. So he gets 300. The other way to calculate it is, listen, the deal was, this was a $600 job. I paid $400 to get the second three done because you walked out in the middle. Um, so that leaves 200, 600 agreed, minus 400 that was paid to the second guys, leaving you 200. So I'm giving you 200 instead. So there's two possible ways to calculate it, which is fair, 200 or 300. Yadana means that he gets the less of the two. So in such a scenario, if um, this way I just described, so then the, the first carpenter will get just 200, not 300. Now, it can go the other way around, by the way. It could say, listen, in the middle of the project, um, the employer finds a cheaper carpenter. So after three chairs are done, he says to the you know, original Carpenter, forget it, stop right there. I'm getting someone else who's cheaper than you. So again, the, now let's say, for example, he gets someone through the other last two chairs, so excuse me, the last three chairs for $200, let's say. So the same kind of calculations here. Um, uh, the original deal was to do it for 600 He paid 200 for the second set of three, um, which means that he really should pay 400 for the first three, to the first carpenter. Or you could say, again, the carpenter did half the job, he should get half the money at 300 So here it's the employer's hand will be in the tachtona, meaning there's no way for him to sort of cut it out in the middle, cheat the first carpenter, and sort of save money. That's not allowed. So since it was a couple on us, he agreed to pay 600 If he pays 200 to the second carpenter for the last three, he'll have to pay 400 to the first carpenter. His hand's on the tachtona because he cut out on the deal. Okay, that's principle number one of the Mishnah, and sort of we're done with that topic. Now, like new paragraph, the Mishnah is saying, oh, speaking of the topic of Yarola Tachtona, when people have, you know, 
this situation they get the, the short end of the stick of the negotiation. There are a couple of other cases the mission wants to talk about, which are not employment contracts, um, other things. The first is Kolem Mishana. If an employee who you hired to do a job for you um, deviates from the instructions. So the classic case is, and actually, this is actually a Mishnah back in, in Bavakama, Perktes Mishnah Dalad 9.4, where I hire a dyer, D-Y-E, a dyer, to take my raw wool and convert it into beautiful red wool. Okay? Raw wool costs me 50, um, and the beautiful red wool, when it's finished, will be worth 200. Okay? So that's great. Um, meanwhile, what happens is that this the dyer is Mishaneh, he deviates from the instructions, and instead of making it red, he dyes it black. I don't really want black wool. No one wants black wool like they want red wool. Um, but, uh, okay, he made a mistake. Um, so, what are the consequences? So, there's two ways to decide what the dyer is entitled to. One is to say, listen, he deviated from the instructions. This wasn't instructed to do. Um, but at least, um, so he shouldn't get paid for his labor, but at least he's going to be reimbursed for his expenses. Let's say his expenses for the black dye was 25 so one way to calculate is say, at least give him his, supply, his costs of expenses, 25, his supplies. The other way is say, listen, it's true that the wool in the end uh, wasn't red, therefore it wasn't worth 200, but at least it's not black. That's worth more than raw wool, so it gave you some added value. So you should at least pay him for the value he added towards you. Again, this is the whole situation is sort of a lose-lose, right? No one's happy with the situation, neither the dyer nor the, the guy who hired him to do the dyeing, but we're trying to make, make the... What, what, what's just, what's fair. So, again, assuming that the dyer didn't cause damage, he's not a, he's not a, a mazik, if he would have made the original raw wool worth less, like, you know, he burnt it in a fire or something, then he's a mazik has to pay for the damages. But if he actually improved them, so he's entitled to the lesser of either A, his expenses, direct costs, or B, the improvement, the added value that he provided to the employer. Okay, so that's why it's Yadullah Tachtona. So that means, for example, if the black wool goes for 100, okay? So if his cost of his supplies was 25, so then he got raw. So now, since he it was worth 50 when it was raw, now it's worth 100 as black. So he added 50 of value. He expended 25 in expenses. He gets the lesser of 25 expenses or 50 added value, which is 25, and therefore the employer would give him 25 to reimburse him at least for the black dye his expenses. And electricity, and I don't know what. The other way to calculate it is, listen, let's say, for example, um, the expenses, he actually spent $100 on this black dye, and now the whole thing's only worth 100 in the end. Okay? So now he wants to get reimbursed at least 100 he expended. The employer will say, listen, I gave you something worth 50. I could sell it for 100. You only gave me 50 in, in added value. So therefore, the employer would give him just 50, even though he laid out 100, so he's losing some money. But listen, he didn't follow instructions, so that's a consequence. And therefore, you do the lesser of the two. That's that part of the Mishnah. The last part of the Mishnah is um, anyone who backs out. His hand is on the underside, meaning it's the less of the two. What are we talking about here? So we're talking about a, a real estate transaction, meaning a, a purchase. This is commercial transactions. And usually when it comes to a commercial transaction, um, giving over money doesn't do anything like we saw before. And we saw about this issue of Misha Para, maybe. Um, but it's not until you take physical possession, do a Misa Kenyan, the transaction isn't binding. But when it comes to a real estate transaction, 
money, kesef, can affect the transaction. So the situation is something like this. A guy has a ranch in Texas. It's uh, 10,000 acres. And so he wants to sell it, and he finds a buyer. The buyer says, listen, how much you want? He says, I want $10 million for my 10,000 acres. So the buyer says, listen, I haven't got $10 million now. I'll give you a million dollars now. And I'll find the other $9 million and give it to you later. You know, give me 30 days. Fine. Now, what happens if one of the two sides then want to back out after that? So if it's the seller who wants to back out, he says, I know I was going to sell you the other 9,000 acres for $9 million, but I, I don't know what I found. Someone will pay me more for that. So then um, the person who's getting like messed up, who's getting backed out of, meaning the buyer, has two options. He either can say, listen, that's fine, but you have to sell me I don't care that you want to sell all 10 somebody else. You have to give me the one that I bought. So you give me those 1,000 acres, and I'll give you my $1 million. Or you could say, listen, I went out. You know, that wasn't the deal. Um, you're, you, you've, you've reneged on me, and I don't want to be neighbors with the guy you want to sell the rest of it to. So therefore, no, give me my money back, and then you can do what you want with your 1,000 acres. So he has a choice, either to um, back out of the deal or keep it as he wishes, but only he gets to choose. On the other hand, if the person who backs out is the buyer, the buyer says, listen, I thought I could come up with another $9 million, but I can't. So now the seller has his options. Either can say, listen, fine, you have to at least, I'm keeping your one and here's your here's your 1,000 acres. Or we can say, listen, the parcel's not worth much to me divided in half. Forget it. I'm forcing you to take your money back. I'll sell it to somebody else. So even though giving money does affect the Kenyan, but the rabbi said we are allowing the guy to back out and giving the person who's doing the backing, who started the, who like reneged on the deal originally, he has the under, the lower, short end of the stick, the, his hand is on the underside, so to speak, getting, um, he has to accept the decision that the other person who's otherwise getting messed up decides whether to keep the transaction or to cancel it.